Hey everybody, I'm thrilled to have had Asia Jones and John Everett Brewer in studio with me for this episode. We have a good time talking about our experiences doing shows here at the whole backstage, as well as Asia's experiences with ARAB Musical Theater and the Lighthouse Theater Company. Asia has a lot to share about her love of theater and how she hopes to invest in others' pursuit of the arts as well as an assistant director at AMT now. So follow the show and subscribe wherever you get it so that you see all the fun stuff we hope to have coming your way very soon. Let's get to it. Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's Holback Stage Live. Like a bridge over troubled water. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hated that. Wow. <laughs> the whole to, sound? I just, yeah, every second of the last 10 seconds. Ugh. I just wanted you to know that. Ew. I'm playing at Gunner's Landing tomorrow. Are you are you saying I could come? <laughs> you could if you wanted to. Do you want to come? It's just me and Garrett. Oh, is that the the war guy? Mm-hmm. He's so nice. He is very nice. Oh, Gare Bear. Oh, I forgot. I did meet him. I wish I wasn't such a f-ing idiot. You know? Do you ever think about I that? I think that a lot. I I have those thoughts. Anything in particular, or just in general? Just like like. Here's the thing. I don't regret anything that I've ever done or That's not so done. Nice. I don't I don't have I have zero regrets literally. But when I think about things that I get myself into, like when I look back on it, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm an idiot. Mm. But I don't it's okay. Like I don't regret anything, but I'm yeah. just like, man, I could have made better choices probably. What have mm. you gotten yourself into? Nothing. It was just like that time period. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. just I'm an idiot sometimes. It's okay. Everybody's an idiot sometimes. Yeah. I just wish I wasn't. <laughs> I really, in that moment, I wanted to quote something from The Office, and then I was like, I don't know if this is the right vibe Do or it. not. Well, I don't, I don't know the whole quote by heart though, so I can't like, I don't want to half-ass an Office quote. Okay. But it was the, it's the, um, whenever I'm about to do something, I ask myself, would an idiot do this? If the answer is yes. Then I will not do that because I'm not, I am not an thing. idiot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was the whole like that was just cycling in my head. <laughs> just Rain Wilson. I need, I need just, to be that. It's <laughs> Rain Wilson just in my eyes right now. I need to take that heed, that advice. <laughs> heed. Heed. Head. 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 Heed. Shove down. Hmm? Shove down. Have you watched The Office before? Yes, I've watched some of The Office before. Hmm. As in you have I haven't not watched the whole thing front to back. That's a shame. Like a lot that's of people. That's really a shame. Sad. Well, that's a shame. My, some of my family has. I right. have a brother who's a super big fan. They all and my cousin. I mean, they all talk about it, and I go, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Vaguely. <laughs> I do think I can quote any episode, season four or season five, like compact. Any episode, I can like tell you Why what the episode those is. Those two. They're just the best seasons. In my opinion, I can't choose one to be number oh. one, but like compare, like compact to two together are incredible. I just I watch episodes from that at least once a week, like just hmm. an episode. Those are so good. Interesting. The illustrious Asia Jones <laughs> <laughs> on whole backstage live, which is 
I think the name is weird sometimes because I say whole backstage live and then it's all recorded. But live sounds like people see that and they're like, I want to, I should see that. Maybe. No, because it's like all in one take. So, yeah. I mean, it, we're yeah. doing, we're recording it live. That's true. Hitting everything, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, potato, tomato, it's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Asia and John Everett, we, well, me too. We all three got finished with Charlie Brown not too long ago. Mm-hmm. We did. Which was really fun. Um, you had done it before. You'd done it. Have I've you done, done it, it twice before. Yeah, that was my third time. Wow. Yep. And you were different characters every time. Mm-hmm. The first time I was very young, very young, and I was a Woodstock. That was fun. And I got to like look up at the older actors and be like, "Oh, they're so good. I want to, you know, be like them." And then I did uh, Charlie Brown when I was in high school. And Sweet. still formidable years for sure because I've still felt really young back then. Yeah. Um. You were 15 when you did it, right? I was right? 15, yeah. And Charlie Brown. Yeah. At Sneed. At Sneed. So you were on stage with college theater students or other yeah. high school students? It, there were some college. It was mostly high school students at that time. So it was at Sneed State's community, the, what do they call it? Sneed State the, Community College. The Performing Arts. Theater. Well, I know. Yeah. It's the community college. Uh, the Bevel Center. <laughs> Bevel Center. There we go. I thought the theater program had like a... A different name. Anyways. Huh. Yeah. But it's not but it's not like just for Sneed State students. Right. It's open to the community. Which technically isn't AMT open to the community too? No. Did was it Whoa. did it used to be? <laughs> no, I don't not to my knowledge. Mm. Call me crazy. Mm. I, I haven't been there as long as it has, but it's, as as long as I've been in the program, you have to be a student. There have been instances where sickness or like injury has caused someone to be pulled in from not a rab so there have been shows like tarzan sweet charity where right. albertville people actually were in the shows um but typically no it's only a rab students mm. well you could i guess it depends on which iteration you're talking about because it started was it brindley mountain where yeah, the program Brin- started yeah and Brindley then it, mountain it might have been a community program before it came became amt I tried out for an AMT show one time. I tried out for Pippin. Because oh. was it after he broke his foot? Yes. Mm, that ben. yes, that was yep. one of those situations after where they Pippin broke his foot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson was his name. Is his name? He's not. <laughs> he's not gone. <laughs> I just haven't seen him in ten years. Um, but yeah, he broke his foot, and they had like open auditions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was I was in fourth grade when that happened, so I wasn't. I actually didn't see Pippin, so oh. it's too inappropriate. I've for never seen it either. Our age, our age. It's a weird show. It's weird, but it's like it's good. cool. It's really, it's really cool. cool. I've never seen it, but it's one of those shows that you always hear in, like in a movie or in a TV show. If there's somebody who's trying to act like they're they're like a really good actor at heart or something, like they finally get a shot. And people are like, I don't know. And they're like, no, no, no. I was Pippin in high school. <laughs> like, that's one <laughs> yes. of those shows that comes up all the time. <laughs> like, it's also mm-hmm. such a hard role. Like, they use it as example. But Pippin is, like, a very difficult show for any for anybody in it. So I believe it. I, I guess that's why they use it, because it's so good. Maybe. That, and you hear people saying, 
my Romeo is still talked about at such and such middle school and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my picture's still on the wall, <laughs> the, the stage in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our Charlie Brown, though, <laughs> uh, coming back to that, was for me, I wasn't sure about it before we did it because I hadn't seen the full show, like like with a lot of shows here. I'm not very, I'm not as experienced with these stage shows as I feel like everybody else is, the way they talk about them. It's like they say, oh yeah, that character or the storyline, or I would love for us to do that because the set looks like this, and I don't have any all that knowledge just kind of there. I got to, every time I think about doing a show, I have to f- figure out what it is <laughs> to an extent first. But correct me if I'm wrong, you did like a song or a scene in like Blacktop Broadway or something? Or Ooh, where, yep. Yeah. Is that what kind of piqued your interest because you were Charlie Brown in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to I got to sing uh, "Happiness" with <clears throat> an, with a group in our Blacktop Broadway show, and that was really cool. And not even the song itself is. I think a special song, but when you hear what it means to people, um, from different points of view, it's, uh, you know, it takes on a new meaning. I know I've told you, I've probably told you too, but for the benefit of everyone else, (laughs) um, (laughs) singing happiness in our Charlie Brown show, um, kind of like there were points where it would make me emotional sometimes. Like when I, I think it was a specific line, uh, anyone and anything happiness is anyone and anything at all that's loved by you and it was that line in between before we hit the acapella part that um i I got to thinking about it as i was saying it too much and that was a problem (laughs) and i told i made the mistake of telling Kristen this Mm. and so sydney uh our three-year-old when she's running around and she'll she'll either do something bad where we're like Or she'll do something funny that's just her personality. And Kristen will see me just like watching her, appreciating her or whatever. And she'll come up behind me and go, happiness is... I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that right now. (laughs) That's a really good song for that show to end on too. I feel like it's just like a nice piece. This is very sweet. Brings everybody together after all their individual adventures and everything. Kind of just brings, they're all looking for that little bit of happiness. What was your experience in the show? Because you, this is, this was your first show, right? This was my first whole backstage show. Yeah, it was, I I had a lot of fun. I also was um, this close to not auditioning. Like the day of. You told me that. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I, Birdie and Savannah and I, um. I the week of like that Monday I was like let's do it let's audition we're gonna do it and then Thursday I was like I'm not doing it (laughs) I'm out I don't want to do it I don't have time I'm in school I'm directing another show I just I work I just like I can't I can't and then that my mom was really adamant she was like please do it please do it. it's my last show I did in high school and I was Lucy then so she Mm. was like please do it please do it for me I really want to see you do it and I was like was that two? Was that two? That was four three, years ago. Th- three, three, 
three. I was right around there. I graduated three years ago today, actually. So, which is crazy. My baby brother graduates tonight. How crazy is that? Wow, that's but crazy. it was three years ago, um, almost four. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And I got Brady's car so that I couldn't turn around and <laughs> not come. And um, I was very nervous walking in because I only knew Brady and Savannah. And everyone else that auditioned, I did not know. So mm-hmm. I was, I was like, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to get cast actually. Um, but, uh, no, I had a lot of fun. I, uh, I, I, I enjoy meeting new people and I talk a lot, but I'm actually very like introverted <laughs> upon first meet. Like I, somebody has to come up to me and be my friend. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'll be your friend and talk your face off, but I can't do it right away. So yeah. I was very nervous, but I had a lot of fun. Were you at? Uh, different auditions two different nights yeah we we didn't go to the same auditions I went to the first two nights I think but I didn't go to any Saturday auditions so I don't think I auditioned with either of you I don't think we we only did callbacks together I think that's what it was that's what I was remembering Mm -hmm. so we did do callbacks but okay again I was very much like kept my head down and didn't talk or look (laughs) at anybody the whole time because I was so nervous especially callbacks especially because also he sent a text and he was like hey this is Johnny callbacks at two if you can make it and he said it Brady Savannah and I were together and Brady and Savannah got theirs like 10 minutes before I did oh, <laughs> so no. I was like wow. all right so that's thought, totally fine that's I, that's totally cool but then I got it and I was like oh okay cool cool <laughs> so no I had a lot of fun though I thought it was a great experience okay so I know this is like the whole backstage live podcast but just being totally honest like what did you think of like the facility and like obviously people are going to change like mm-hmm. with every cast and you're going to meet you know some people that you click with more mm-hmm. than others sometimes yep. you know that's just how it goes with any show anywhere but what did you think of like specifically the whole backstage and like facility and how they run like their organization i thought it was very i thought it was very cool it was a very different experience a lot of like you know high school rehearsals are after school and it's like three to five and then you have like saturday rehearsals and whatnot so it did really enjoy night time like doing that but I, I I liked it it was very different than anything I'd ever done and I'd never mm-hmm. done anything other than high school productions like I've never besides like summer camps um in Albertville that's the only other thing that I've done so I um I thought it was really cool and I thought it was very organized it felt organized and maybe that's just like show by show as to how the rehearsal process goes but I I, I enjoyed it I thought it was very together I enjoyed how we like we're all at rehearsal all the time. It really allowed meeting other people. I know that's not, I mean, that's not how shows usually go. Usually it's like small groups until closer to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like that this, with this show, we all had to be there all the time. And it made meeting people and doing stuff together, I thought, more smooth mm-hmm. because of that. So I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, every, like you said, every director runs their show and rehearsal schedule and everything differently. So that's a show that... Um, Johnny is uh, really familiar with and knows. I, I think he's got kind of laid out where he wants to be at a certain time period, maybe mm-hmm. in the rehearsal schedule as you get to, you know, when you open and everything. So he's probably, yeah, knows <laughs> after being through it a few times. Um, we need to be at this point by two weeks out or this point or whatever. But I, I appreciated running the show early. We started running the whole show three weeks out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not like full out costumes and lights and full runs, but we were we were running the acts sequentially 
I guess. Which is the hard part about that show because they're all like little scenes and vignettes and stuff. So the hard part is not actually like the the content. You know, there's not any like crazy difficult Mm -hmm. songs or anything like it's like all the transitions when to come Mm -hmm. in and run around to come in from the other side. Yeah. So practicing that was you had a few runs. I I will never run again (laughs) if I don't have to. (laughs) That I I will say I felt I felt like I could eat anything all the time because I felt like I was just running off anything I ate every rehearsal. I left. I've never been more covered in sweat. Like even (laughs) more so than the first time I did this show, which is in a bigger theater space and more like more running. I just, I don't know. I think it's because of the added vignettes that he added. Like not everyone he added, but everyone that he added that I was in just required me to enter stage right, do my thing, exit stage left, one scene, and then enter stage right again. Mm -hmm. But it never worked out that it made sense for me to enter like from the side that I was running off of. So I just, I did do, especially act one. Act two was a bit more of a break, but act one, I did a lot of running. um, Uh, A lot of, a lot of moving. There was one scene that we did together, the uh, the kite scene, where I asked you to hold my kite and let go when I told <laughs> you to. And when we went off from that scene, you, as soon as you got into the leg, you took off sprinting. Yeah. You had to get around. Yeah, I've never, all the way. I've never moved faster. And I had to go on right behind you on the other side <laughs> yeah. too. So we were, a lot of nights I was trying to catch you, but like I, I would... I would make it a race. Like <laughs> I had to get off stage after you, but could I get to the other side before, before you? Ooh. Never happened. <laughs> well, you were gone. I will say, I think I blacked <laughs> out during that particular, that one. It was very, that one was funny. Um, I basically, by the time we got to it, the first time I ever did it, I ran so hard into Drew Hunter's back. I thought I broke my uh. nose. It was so bad. And it was just a miscommunication. He didn't know it was coming. Matt was standing there too. Like it wasn't anyone's fault. But after that, I was like, hey guys, I'm about to book it. <laughs> and I would really appreciate I'm it. Coming you guys through. But the, like, the way I was running, like when I would hit that curve, I like, it was like I was drifting. Like I couldn't yeah. get my body to keep going. So I'd always have to like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. and your entrance but, was a run, like, yes. so you just kept so I, running. I literally onto the stage. like, I like sauntered off, and then as soon as I knew chairs couldn't see me, broke into a sprint, and then just kept running. Yeah. And then Brandon and I would be side stage, and I'd be like, and that's, then we'd just run right back on stage. That's right. I forgot about that. After after she left the stage, stage left, ran all the way around back. It's not like she got to stage right and waited to go on. You kept running. It was an immediate, <laughs> immediate right entrance. It was, it was quite <laughs> literally. It was quite literally like a seven second, like between the time that I, I mean, I could have just like hid behind the wall, or yeah. like, or just stayed right there and then just I there. I don't know. I think it was very funny, and I know that people knew that like you could infer that I was coming around. But I remember they were always like, please keep your feet quiet backstage. And I was like, it's oh, sure, me. Yeah. Oh, it's me. I was like, boom, 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 boom. I just couldn't <laughs> concentrate on anything else other than I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And I was just like, please, please let me make it before they stop speaking. It was, a, that was a toughie. I slowed down my lines. I know. You asked, you I were did. like, hey, can you slow <laughs> it down? Cause I'm barely making it. I did. It. I asked you and Brandon both. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry to ask. So eventually, eventually by, that, by the time the show happened, I could hear you running. <laughs> yes. And so I would time my line. Okay. I'm halfway <laughs> through. She's about halfway back. <laughs> like hearing her 
out the left and then right. I could hear her it, footsteps in the back if kidding. I listened hard it enough. It was like a horse galloping. It was so like, oh, gosh. it was, I, I just couldn't, every other time I would like cross, I would like be on my toes so that you really couldn't. But that time I just, I couldn't care. <laughs> I had to go, I had to go and it just, it was rough. After I came off, I then I, we did that. And then immediately after I'd go off stage for about 20 seconds and then do my blanket and me. And then stay on stage and oh, then do right. a, the Queen Lucy scene and then go off stage. And I would like go off in the big chair. And I had about like a minute and a half before I had to go back on stage. And I would just sit in the chair and I'd be like, <laughs> yes. like, I just like, I had to, I had to catch my breath. I felt like I was like that, that sequence was, is physically, I've never done anything harder physically. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's so like puny to say that it was, it's just running, but it was so difficult to do. It, I mean, again and again, it is uh, you're, yeah, you're running. You, we don't normally do sprints anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe a few of us in high school, I know I don't, did that for sports or whatever. I, I don't just sprint for the fun of it. Mm-mm. So yeah, you, you, you spend like you take off, try not to hit people, yeah. try not to slip, try yeah. not to run into a monitor or a prop or, a or whatever. Or Woodstock, <laughs> the, the kids back there, you don't want to hurt one of them. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got to come on and be composed yes. as your character. <laughs> yes. So, did you yes. have to run, or did you? I, we swapped sides a couple times, so I know mm-hmm. you had to change sides. But did you have any real quick? No, most of my running was done on the stage in front That's of right. all the audience members. That's so right. There was a little, but my adrenaline got me going through that too. But <laughs> now there wasn't anything as quick as that behind. Mm. The, you had behind some the stage. aggressive dances. Dances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the main thing was like sliding on my knees and like being Ooh. on my knees the mm. whole show because I played a dog and jumping off that doghouse. My knees still hurt, unfortunately. Well, and they will. I've never felt old in my or life, ever. really. I've <laughs> until, never until, until now. This. Yep. Mm. I've really never felt physically old until now. Mm. But it's fine, you know what we do for the theater. <laughs> you know, I've never felt. Old, but I remember the first age. Somebody asked me how old I was, and I had to think about it. Mm. Mm. I always knew how old I was. That's yeah. Until I was twenty six, somebody asked me how how old are you going to be this year on your birthday, and I was like, mm. yeah, um, <laughs> let me do some quick math. Twenty six. I love when you ask someone how old they are, and they like turn away when they say it. <laughs> 26. Uh, mm. I, t- I, I would turn away this year. How old are you? 36 currently. I didn't I know that. I will be 37. I've, I've wondered actually, but I never a- I actually know. asked. I look 23. I know. I get that yeah. all the time. We're but. very close in age, you and I. Yep. Yep. We all are. We're in this little circle together. Mm-hmm. All in our 20s. So. Yep. <laughs> I'm in my 20s. You are. I love saying that I'm in my 20s. For me, I like like being 21. I like saying I'm 21. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel old. Like makes me feel older. You're actually in your 20s I'm instead in my of 20s. just now yeah, starting like your 20s being, at 20. Yeah, I'm being 20. 20 and being I'm in my 20s. People are like you're not okay, in your 20s sure. yet. But now that I'm 21, <laughs> I can it's a little bit more like condoned. Like it makes a little bit more sense. Still people are like, "Oh, but you're like 21." I know I'm waiting for the age when somebody's like, you are in your 20s. Like when they just accept me for who I am and I'm not gonna, try to make me a child still. I have to remember this and send you a card. When you're 25, 
to say congratulations. You're full on mid twenties. You're mid twenties. Twenties. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm not trying to grow up too fast, but I, 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 I just feel I feel sometimes that if people have known me since I was a kid, that they don't like see you as an adult. So when I'm like I'm 21, they're like, oh, you're not 21. I still you're, feel that. you're barely in your twenties. Yeah. I mean, that's that, how I feel. That's been so weird. Um, thinking mm-hmm. as I get older, <laughs> it's, people, I live, I live in the town where I grew up. I didn't always live here, but I moved back here, um, in 2011 and I, I'm around people that knew me as a kid and myself, I'm not saying they don't view me as an adult, but myself, I don't view myself as an adult all the time. Like I, I still see myself as figuring things out growing up. I just happen to be doing it with two kids now. But when I think about where my, like how I viewed my parents at the age I am now, mm, yeah. then I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that that goes back to like what I was talking about when I played Charlie Brown. I was 15. So like all the college kids, they looked like they were 40 years old. <laughs> I was like, wow. And I'm still a baby child. Yeah. And now, and it goes the opposite way. Now, fifteen-year-olds are out doing things like they're grown adults, and it's weird. And they're looking at you like you're forty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to bring that up, but yes, age is weird. And here's something: we can come full circle because this exact moment happened to me with Brian Quillen, former AMT mm, director. Mm-hmm. I w- I was like twenty-three, probably, and I had one of those experiences where I literally we went to see a, sh- a show i don't remember which show it was specifically but afterwards i went up to brian and i was like hey man like great show or i i went up to mr quillen at that right, point right right <laughs> uh you know this kind of goes into the story i was like you know great show it was wonderful and he was like yeah i just and he started like going into just like a normal conversation and i was like oh he sees me as like a adult that we're about to have a full conversation. And it's just one of those weird like things where I still expected him to see me as like a high school student, but I was like, you know, mid (laughs) twenties. And I I just remember being like, Oh no, this isn't good. I have to have adult conversations with people that saw me as a kid. So it's kind of that same thing. Mm -hmm. Cause I, especially growing up in the theater. Oh yeah. I see people all the time here that I was introduced to when I was, six seven eight years yeah. old and now i'm that that age that they were when i met them when i was six seven eight years yeah. old you know what i mean it's crazy it's interesting but it's a it's a really cool dynamic also especially getting to like share the stage with those same people mm-hmm. as an adult in different roles that mm-hmm. you can play as an adult that's cool Hey everybody, I'm Denton Gillen and this episode of Holdback Stage Live is brought to you by insert generic business name here. I could spend 30 seconds to a whole minute talking to you about all the things that they have to meet your fill-in-the-blank needs. They do everything from front to back, beginning to end, A to Z, and even get into a little bit of QRSTUV. Now, if you want to get in touch with these folks and speak to a real person, you can call them at perhaps a business phone number. Maybe they're super progressive and even have a business website. You can follow them at www.inserturlhere.com or net or biz or gov or org or whatever. This could be your ad for your business 
to reach your customers. Get in touch with me at holebackstagelive at gmail.com for sponsorship opportunities. I don't really remember as a kid, I wasn't as involved here at the theater, at the Holbeck stage, and, or any theater for that matter, AMT, Sneed State, I remember seeing shows at Sneed um, as a kid, I saw Sound of Music with Marche Altum, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure I saw something else, but I remember that one specifically, I've never been to an AMT show. Wow. I feel pretty bad about that <laughs> now that I know AMT people. Now that you know us <laughs> over there, across the river, across the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it was AMT that let us use their theater when we were renovating the whole backstage, right? And I couldn't tell you. Mm-mm. I know we did a show in ARAB. I'm just not sure what theater it was at. I mean, maybe we did. I don't remember doing a show. Big River was at ARAB. Yes, it was. That's right. I wasn't in Big River. That's why I don't remember but yes, hundred percent. I just don't remember what the I don't. I went to see it, but I was, I was young at that point. I don't. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't drive there, so I don't know where we went. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> we that's did Greater fair. Tuna at Arab. We did a one night only. We like toured oh, cool. it a little bit. Yeah. Mm. We we did it here in the black box. Mm-hmm. Will Vickers and I also plug. Tuna Christmas. <laughs> Tuna Christmas Tuna coming Christmas up in December. And Will has agreed to do this is show. Is he doing it? Officially. No so way. We're going to get to redo that That's show. so awesome. Yeah. So we did Greater Tuna and we sold out. We weren't expecting. And obviously like the black box capacity is lower, but still we like had to turn people away because mm-hmm. of like fire marshal standards. Like yeah. we couldn't put any more people in there. Yeah. So after we were done, we were like, let's like tour it. So we did it at the Bevel Center. At Sneed, we did it um, at a, like a coffee shop in Coleman. <laughs> hey. Like a coffee shop owner from Coleman came to see it. And yeah. he was like, hey, we've never come here, but this show was awesome. We have a coffee shop. You guys went. And we were like, okay. Um, and we did a show at AMT. I remember. And that was so fun because like all the uh, regular AMT folks like showed up mm-hmm. and went crazy. Like they were going crazy for <laughs> That's it. That's awesome. That was well, really The fun. Tuna Christmas is going to be really good i mean I, I i haven't seen i've seen greater tuna but not a local production of it mm-hmm. but i think people would will absolutely love tuna christmas it's gonna be really good i have a question mm-hmm. amt you've never seen an amt show i'm just pointing sure, that I'll out again, that again to make you feel bad <laughs> you have never seen one you have never supported amt but anyways <laughs> that's between you and okay but i've seen a ton of amt shows and right. they've always been like really high quality mm-hmm. especially when you think of like high school quality productions yeah. for theater which is underfunded in in the country but also especially underfunded in the south and like the state of alabama mm-hmm. um so amt has always impressed me like with the quality what do you think has like kept it at that high of a threshold for so long because there's a there's been a lot of great programs in our area mm-hmm. whether it's show choir or theater or bands and yeah. stuff like that and they always go through their ebb and flow of good years and bad years and stuff but amt's for the most part stayed consistently high quality what do you, what do you think has contributed to that mm, well i definitely think that uh, i think mr quillen and mr hyatt have a lot to do with that mr quillen retired 
my senior year. So he was there. I was with him sixth through 11th grade. Um, and Mr. Hyatt was always there with him. And then he took his spot when he left. I, I think it, I really do think it was them. I think that's the main, uh, component. They, um, they're really, there's, there's awesome to be around. I always had like so much fun being there. And I don't know. I think it's just, Taking classes, like in school, helped a lot, and doing competitions outside of just performing. But I really think it was just, it's just so tight-knit. Like you even, you know, whether you're a freshman or a senior or you're in junior high or whatever, I just think that it's very interwoven in everything that happens between the two schools and between the four grades and the one school. And I just think that it's just a, once you're, once you're in, it's very hard to just be like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Like, it's not, I have not really seen, even in, you know, since I've come back, like, I've not really seen any kids that have done it and then just been like, this isn't really for me. There's just something about it. It's, it's just special. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think it, I really is. I think it's just the community. I think it's the community and then the people who lead it. The that culture, really yeah. make it the Leadership culture yeah, that's that built make around it, the program. Make it just so, like, it's just so, it's so fun and so you just want to be there all the time, and I think I think that really has a lot to do with it. So, well, we hear, we hear at um, at the whole backstage hear people say that it, it's a sense of belonging a lot of times. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of the same. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's very much so. What you mean? I think like you know, as a as a very new newcomer, like I feel it here too. Like it's very much like a, there's this just sense of family. It's not hard to get in, but you know it's not something that you want to leave, you know, it's different. It's a different environment being here versus being in high school, but it's still very, it's a similar feeling of just like, you know, you just feel like you belong. And once you're there, you're just like, I don't feel, no, I would do something else. Just stay here. (laughs) Something that AMT does, I think really well, um, is the, on your YouTube channel, if you see the highlight videos from any show that happens there, they've, they've put together, videos from the whole process you've probably seen them but from you know rehearsal set Mm -hmm. construction trying on costumes yeah just messing around in the hallway on stage like i mean it just you can tell and and by that i mean you can tell that the everybody there and the whole program itself is just built around having a good time yeah and and um enjoying the production that you're putting together yeah I agree. I think it's just, I don't know. And, you know, I just think there's something special about being there. I'm a little biased as I've been there for <laughs> a long time now. But um, And you're a director now. I, I am assistant director. Still I still director. Assist, I, um, I do direct <laughs> stuff there. I do. I uh, graduated in 2020 and graduated year of COVID. And uh, we did not do our senior show because of COVID. Oh, no. I know. Did, and, you, uh, did you start it? We did. We were finished. You were ready we to had, go? We were two weekends out from Ooh. doing it. Mm. And they tried their hardest to move it up and to see if it could, you know, anything. And we just, there wasn't enough time before the world just was shut down. So we didn't do it. And I was supposed to go to JSU. And then I decided that summer I was just like, I don't think I'm ready to go off to school anymore. Like, it's going to be so different. I had to do online. It's so expensive to be in college online not at home like it's just a whole thing so I went to Wallace I stayed home and the first semester I just I just stayed home and did school online and then the second semester they did that show again because uh all the like companies were like hey you can have these rights and you don't have to pay for them since you already did it and it's not your fault so they just 
That's good. brought it back up, but they had to recast who mm-hmm. everyone who graduated. And uh, Mr. Hart gave me a call. He was like, hey, like, I know you're in town. And if you ever want to come hang out or just, you know, be around since you, I can't, you can't be in it. But if you want to be around to help with it, like, that'd be awesome. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And so I, <laughs> I went and I, like, I got to go to auditions. And then I was, I was there. I did not direct or anything. I really was just there to hang out and just learn. Um, and then at the end of the, towards the end of the show, he was like, and here's next season shows. Do you want to come back and help out again? And I was like yeah I'd love to and so I was still in school and you know so I came back and then um I that last spring so 2022 is when I started like really getting into the whole like directing with him and stuff learning about Mm -hmm. lights and stuff and being at set building and like all that stuff and then and then now now I'm like officially like a, a uh, what you call a staff member like I I'm I'm on staff I I I do you have a lanyard I don't have a lanyard, but I do have a shirt. A I have a, a shirt with your name on it. No, that well, says AM. I mean, it's like it a it's like an AMT polo. Everybody has AMT shirts. You don't have an AMT polo though. <laughs> I don't wear it because it's a polo, so I don't like it. But we <laughs> we have them. <laughs> I don't wear it because it's a polo. I'm a big no polo girl, but we have them. Our official, but no, yes. Yeah, so and now I um I I've directed the past couple of junior high shows. And I assist and direct the high school shows. What shows? What was your first show to direct? Matilda, Junior, last what? spring. Mm-hmm. That was the first. That was the first thing. That's I, a big one to jump in on. It's a huge first. one. It's a huge one. It's a that. But Matilda is one of my favorite shows ever. It's like it's probably top five musicals of all time for me. Like the full version. Uh, it's I can incredible. Buy that. Um, did that, and then um, this winter I did uh, the Adams Family, Young at mm-hmm. Part, and then we just finished. Two days ago, uh, the Little Mermaid Junior. How so, fun! It's very fun. I love, and I call me crazy. Love Junior High kids. Like I love that age of kids. So um, I enjoy doing stuff with that age of kids. And and uh, Mr. Hyatt does not. So and he would say it well, if he was here. There you go. He's not. It's not his favorite age of group. He prefers older kids. So it works perfectly because I like I can handle and tolerate them. Lean into your strengths. And he, yeah, he just kind of lets me like. He's like, go, go fly. And he just lets me do my thing. And so it's a really, really awesome, like learning opportunity. That's good. It's super, super cool. So that's good. And here I am. And here, and here <laughs> I am. No, that's a lot of fun. I've uh, not directed a show, but I think I would like to. But at the same time, I'm really scared to. I don't know. I don't, I can't, I can say, I don't know what all that comes with, but I, I, I can really imagine it's like a lot. It. I think I like it more than being on stage. Like I think I actually I know I'd much rather the the technical side of things than the on stage side of things. I can say yeah I I agree with that because anytime I'm backstage, it's as fun as being in the show a lot of times. Um, I uh yeah any any chance I get to work with sound I haven't done a lot with lights here. Uh, Robin the guy that runs all of our lights is super good, and knows a hundred times more than I could get close to figuring out about them. So I'm just like, man, you, you handle it. Um, but we have kind of a team who rotates and handles sound a lot of the time. And that's fun. Backstage is fun, but I, I agree with that is what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> I've used a lot of words to say, you know what? You're right. Directing is very fun. It's very fun, but it's, I just like the like final product of it. Yeah. Like all your hard work and the late nights. It's rewarding. And whatever. It's so rewarding to yeah. watch. 
you know, and and with, you know, to hop back on the AMT train for one more second, um, this class that's graduating today is the last class that I ever did a show with, which was Charlie Brown. They wow. were freshmen oh, wow. and I was seniors. Wow. I was a senior. Um, and so they're graduating today. So after today or after, you know, what we just did, I will have never done a show with the kids in the program, which is a nice mm. uh, feeling, I think. It's cool because give it's, you a it's like legitimacy. a whole, yeah, it's like a different, you know, those, these kids now are, they're, uh, see me as an adult more so where the kids that have graduated and like, even like, you know, Brody and Savannah, they just graduated a year ago and they, so they were in high school, Savannah and I were in high school together, we were great mm-hmm. friends in high school. We were, mm-hmm. and so they don't, but they don't, you know, see you as an adult. So it's, it's a different, um, completely different aspect. It was, then that was kind of hard to walk into was to walk in and, and, him be like here take charge of this and then i'd be like hey let's do this and they'd be like no and i'd be so. like okay i don't know and then i'd be like what do i do now <laughs> just you know try again and so um the first couple of shows were very rough but i do i really just think that it's so rewarding to just like spend so much time with a group of kids and really like get to take what they have and just pull it out of them and mm-hmm. you know watch them just shine and then yeah. get to watch it and then have other people watch it and see how cool it is and I just, I love it. It's so cool. Was your brother in Charlie Brown when you were Lucy? No, he was not. He, he's a, he's a tech kid all the way. He actually did do <laughs> tech crew for it. Okay. Um, he did, but he, he, I just talked about like kids come in all the time and then they never leave. My brother did. My brother did not like doing <laughs> Except for this that. guy. But he did, he did do tech crew for this year, but he didn't do it for our last show. Um, Cause he's like, I just, he said, I don't think, it, I don't think I want to do it. But no, he was he was a freshman. He didn't he did do tech crew. He helped with lights and stuff. But he also um, I learned this when we were doing this show. I I have never memorized a script without him before, because oh. every script was we we drove so far for school every day. We didn't live in Arab, um, and so on our mornings to and from school, I would buy us snacks after school, and then like to pay for that, his reward he would read lines with me every morning on the way to school, and so. When we got this script, it was almost identical, but there mm-hmm. were some things he added and some things he took away. And, you know, I just, three years is a long time to, and it was not instant that I was like, oh, I'm off book. Whatever. But, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I realized as I was like learning the script again, I was like, I don't know how to do this. Cause I don't, I didn't know how to like rehearse my lines Need without, my without him. It was a very, like, it was very strange. So yeah. is that, no, but we did do, we did do some stuff together, but, um. Uh, we were only in high school together for one year and only for half of it. So mm-hmm. we didn't get to do much together in high school. But yeah. he, he, eh, you know, he was eh about it. He's a very eh about anything type guy. <laughs> He's just a, there. I have a sister the same age difference. So I was a senior when she was a freshman when we were in high school. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. <laughs> no fun story to go with that. I don't. Did you do no. theater in high school? Well, that question has a mixed answer. I did not do full-time theater. I wasn't, I was involved in choir in school and show choir. I didn't do the musicals. I think Mm -hmm. we only had one. I think we did in the spring, but I didn't do those because I was playing baseball. But there was one year when we did Annie Get Your Gun and um, Francis Lawrence was in it. Daniel Smith, um, Wilson, Griffith was in it and I 
would go over after baseball practice. I'd walk across the parking lot to our auditorium to watch rehearsals sometimes or help out do whatever. Cause I, a lot of my friends were there and it was fun. And, uh, one of the show nights, I think it was after a game maybe cause it was nighttime after a game, I walked over there and they were in between scenes and Wilson, uh, and Jordan Gandy were off stage and I went, I like snuck backstage and I was like, I should go out there. I should be, I should be in this. I want to get in the show somehow. And so they said, perfect. The next scene we're doing is a crowd scene. And they were talking about our director. They said, she'll never notice you're there. <laughs> <laughs> and all you got to do is blend in. So they gave me the rundown. They were like, okay, when we go out, they're going to be shooting at different targets. And when we go out, we look really surprised. And then we look left, and then we look right, and then we run off the other side of the stage. I was like, I got this. Yeah. So I didn't have any kind of a, a costume or anything. I, I like wore regular clothes. I, I got in the back of the group behind as many people as possible. So all you really saw was my face. <laughs> but I was in one night of, of one scene of Annie Get Your You're Gun. right. That is a mixed answer <laughs> in theater so in high school. Technically, I did, <laughs> but not full time. I had another high school theater experience that was very haphazard, not haphazard. It came out of nowhere, really. Um, so for our halftime shows, our marching band halftime shows, there one year we did heroes and villains, maybe. So there were different different types of heroes and villains. But the person who uh, played Snidely Whiplash, do you remember that char- that cartoon character? It's an old cartoon character who would, he's got this really long mustache and he always twists it up. I mean, it's, I mean, it's from the thirties or forties maybe. And he runs around kidnapping people, tying them up and putting them on railroad tracks and just standing there waiting on a train to run them over. That's his thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, uh, it was a Saturday band competition, which is the only reason I got to do this. Cause I couldn't, I played football too. I couldn't be in the halftime shows. But the person playing Snidely Whiplash couldn't be at this Saturday band competition. And so they asked if I'd fill in. So the band director gave me the rundown. You you run over. You're, you're dressed in this black cape. You got a hat, mustache. And you stop and give a big laugh, an evil laugh. And then you run over, grab this dance line girl, let, like tie her up, lay her on these railroad tracks. And then somebody on a horse is going to ride by and save her. <laughs> and I was like, sounds fun. <laughs> Let's do it. And you, did it work? I, yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't remember what happened. The only part I remember is getting there. Jane Harvey was the girl I had to pick up and tie, and put on the railroad tracks, I, I believe. So picked her up, carried her on my shoulder, put her on the railroad tracks. And then that's, I don't remember what happened after that. <laughs> Apparently it's okay. She's you fine. Great. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she made she's, it. She's alive and well today. I mean, that's you're doing great. You did great. Yeah. So, those are my two high school theater experiences. <laughs> the second one's loosely a theater experience, right? <laughs> I think it counts. If you had a name, Snidely Whiplash. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, that counts. He had a costume. And I everything. was a character. <laughs> Doesn't count. Doesn't count. If you're not running around backstage out of breath or you're hurting your knees from sliding around. It, 
congrats on your little cameo, but it, that's not real theater, man. You know. Can I film. ask? It was for. What did you audition for? For TNT. Uh, no, no, for Charlie Brown. For Charlie Brown. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I I was kind of last minute on auditioning too. I didn't know if I wanted to or not, and like my schedule could make it work. Uh, but. So literally, I got there late to mm. an audition, and I put my name on the audition sheet. And under like past experience, I just put a bunch <laughs> and turned in my form. So I technically I didn't have any. I was gonna go fill it out late, like after audition, but yeah. everybody kind of knew who. And the downfall of that was leaving the what characters are you auditioning for blank. So right. that was a mm. blank slate for the exactly. director to say, mm. oh, okay, fine. You'll do anything. Exactly. That, that yeah. <laughs> so I, I basically read for everything and I was unsure. I didn't really know. I kind of wanted Schroeder. Yeah. Like if I, if I had gotten there early, I probably would have put Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not expect to play Snoopy for <laughs> sure. But I Glad did. you did. I did. Yeah, me too. I did. It was a really good part and you did really well. Thanks. It was fun. I told Kristen, uh, she was mentioning about getting caught off guard in rehearsal last night with one of your facial expressions oh <laughs> for end of, the, end of the Woods. But she mentioned getting caught off guard by one of your facial expressions. Yeah. And I said, that that's his thing. You got to watch it. Yeah. He's, he, I said, his mission <laughs> on stage when we are opposite each other is to make me break character. She said, well, I will. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten you in pretty much every show we've done together, like with a live did, audience. I think I did pretty good in Charlie Brown. You did. Re- that was the best you've done. You're getting better. And it's getting in tougher. A, Charlie's aunt was a sh- Charlie's aunt. I, mean, I got you cool. multiple times in a live audience setting. I think that I think you did do really good. I rehearsal. We got in trouble. Rehe- yep. We got notes because of breaking character so much. That they're yeah. like, "Why are you the laughing? Notes would be this like, is not uh, a funny scene." Denton and Asia, stop laughing. <laughs> And then we'd sit in the audience and then just, we couldn't stop laughing because we got in trouble for laughing (laughs) because of you a lot of the time, at least 50% of the times was because of you just from standing off stage, not even on the stage, just from being, or, or, or we would just be, we would just be standing there and I don't know what look it was. It was just some sort of like, and I would just lose it. I couldn't. I I this is the only like the only time I would break character was if if it was you and me. I uh, couldn't. I y'all couldn't lost keep it, it just together. Just talking to each other. I know. Like it wasn't even. <laughs> well, because like... didn't would do, or or he would like change something, and I wasn't expecting it. And then like the like licking your hair back thing. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. April. That was the one thing that I really like. I just didn't even know what I was doing, anyways. So it never it never was the same. But we were doing that April Fool scene. And I said, like, look, she's right over there. And Denton licks his hair back. And then we look over and you're like turned around looking at us. And it was like a double whammy. It was the and night was your costume rammed. busted open. Yeah. So you're and over there showing us your underdrawers. Yeah. I was and just I checking just, it out. I was just, just making sure my costume was like. I lost it on stage. And I couldn't. I was like, <laughs> April Fool's. <laughs> and, and then we crossed each other backstage. And I was like. Yeah. Because I lost it, I knew we were gonna get a note about it, and then we did. And they were like, "You mm. got to stop!" And we were like, "You got it!" And then every time after, okay, sure, we'll every stop. time after we did that scene, and John Everett would be standing right there, and I would point away and be like, "I can't even look." 
in his vicinity. Yeah, y'all stopped wow. looking at my yeah. direction, on, so I just stopped purpose, messing with you guys. On purpose, because I, yeah, I knew I, that I would break if I did. I looked at the exit sign. That's what I pointed. I had to. I, mm. I thought it would be funny to like point in his direction at first, but it ended up just being... I just every every time mm-hmm. something would happen and we would laugh. Same thing. Someone's... Same thing happened with Savannah. <laughs> yes. When she would come out with that jump rope, and say, "I was just jumping jump rope," <laughs> and then like her face, she was so sad because she had just gotten overwhelmed with life while she was jumping rope, and I I couldn't look her in the face. I would look at the jump rope. I'd look at her forehead. Anything. <laughs> And then she'd look at my eyes, so I felt like I had to look at her, and then I looked away real fast. <laughs> like every time I couldn't do it. There were just multiple times during that during that show where I would just we talked about the whole sitting on the piano for ten minutes saga. And I would just like be frozen looking off stage. This this <laughs> happened almost every night, like for one weekend. He didn't do it the second weekend, but I like set a line and then Brody and I froze and it was like two scenes where we were frozen. So there was a minute and Matt Stanley was like second wing on stage right. And we're like, right. He's like right in my eye line. And I would just freeze in the way where like my eyes weren't there, but my, I was facing him and he would just the whole time, I don't even know what scene it was. He would just look and make faces and, or just, I don't like pretend to drop something and like pick it up. And like, <laughs> I just, uh, a series of things. And every night I'd be like, and I would just like have to like keep my face so still yep oh that one that was probably the hardest time to stay frozen was just seeing all the people around me or just like looking into brody's eyes we just have to be like and then nothing (laughs) that was the most that that was worse than running honestly (laughs) was sitting on the piano for so long but last night i wasn't even trying to break Kristen in into the woods yeah we had just never run that scene before and in my i had the blocking i just never run that scene before yeah and in the blocking, it says, start to exit and then turn around and womanize <laughs> Kristen with my eyeballs. Yeah. And I did it. But here's the thing. I turned, I stopped real dramatic, turned around, checked her out. I started from floor to top. So I gave That's her how up. I do it too. Right. <laughs> my problem was when I turned around, I guess like my lips were dry or something because I did not do it purposefully, but my tongue was out and I was licking my lips. <laughs> Not on purpose. And when I, I started at the bottom and made it all the way to top, when I made it to her eyes, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, it's in the script. I'm not trying to be weird. It's, it's in, in the, the script. script. It says to do that. It says to womanize you. Just let me. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. This episode was recorded in Alabama's oldest continuously serving community theater, The Whole Backstage.